and grind gamers it's it's uh, it's 6 a.m you know what mm-hmm. that means podcast six, time 6 a.m on a friday 6 a.m on a friday we got a baby early for this uh how have you been you. doing how you doing me yeah how am, I, how am i doing yeah i'm all right i'm all right we just got soundproofing installed in the room that i record in uh Oh, so that's pretty. That's pretty fun. Wow. Uh, so I drove. I drove to Manassas the other day, uh, which was a bit of a hike, to to pick up these two big, uh, like eight by two soundproofing panels, and they were, it was it was quite an odyssey. And I had to. I <sighs> took the minivan. We had to like remove all the seats from the van just so they could fit. It was, mm-hmm. it was quite a quest, but it's 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 been good. Yeah, the college I'm heading to um, has a lot of. Uh... It's it's very it's well known for its music department because of where it's located and um, I wonder why <laughs> right they have a, a lot of um it's in Nashville um they have a lot of uh, well, they don't know that um they have a lot of um places to record things so I, I anticipate with what you just said and uh, what what I that I know words uh, God you're you're on it today with with all that I feel like our audio quality will only just get better well <laughs> can no it promises. get worse can it get worse it's not gonna get worse right that's a low bar man that's why I said it can only get better I suppose I or suppose. stay the same so I'm moving around a bit I gotta get on my computer I yeah, uh, me too I gotta I gotta pull up letterbox me too uh, Ryan, what have you been up to? What have you been up to this this past um, week? Well, the same things of just watching movies and staying at home. You watch, but movies? now that I have a movie podcast, I can claim that just sitting around and watching movies is a productive use of my time. It's for work. Don't it's you know? for work. <laughs> I've made a dollar. I gotta, I gotta bring home the bacon to the kids. Um, but just uh, wanted to let everyone know we hit our first episode. Now has one hundred listens across the internet, which. Woo! Sounds pretty small because it is like compared to most things, but you know, you realize like, I don't know individually. I don't think collectively we really know a hundred people that would w- listen to us. So I think it shows that we, we it's have some reach outside of our immediate friend group. And so if you aren't in our immediate friend group, Hey, how are you? <laughs> how you doing? Show up. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. Um, or for the first time. Yeah. Um, I have some pretty exciting things planned for this this podcast. Oh uh, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. I remember Charles we have, doesn't we even just, know. We decided the topic, and then nothing more. Um. Oh yeah. So um, I meant this podcast in general. Oh, the podcast. Not this episode. I know some of the things. Oh, you know some oh. of the things. By the way, um, what is it? Uh, I need to, I need your consultation on something while my uh my computer loads. Sure. Uh. So I'm having uh, my significant other over today for a movie marathon. Ooh! And we're gonna. So the plan is we're gonna do a movie marathon, and then halfway through we're gonna go donate blood, and then we'll come back and finish the movie marathon. You know, oh. cute date ideas. But um, so <laughs> so we've been deciding what uh what, what to marathon. marathon. Um, and do you want to go with the familiar or something new well so let me give you the options uh okay so you've already decided options 
because I've I've been showing her a lot of like classic. Mm-hmm. Like we watched uh, we watched Fight Club the other day. Oh, I okay. Show a lot of guy movies and stuff. Yeah. You know, like film like Tarantino movies. and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like if you've ever seen a poster for it on a dorm room wall, chances you, are you've it's shown on the it list to her. that I've recommended towards Alex. So, oh, oh, I said her name. Well, there's a lot of Alex. Doesn't it doesn't matter. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. It, Anyways, if um, you're comfortable with it, it doesn't matter. I hope she's comfortable with it. Uh, well, here we are. Anyway, I'll cut it. I'll cut it out. No, it's fine. I think I'll. I'll no, I think this conversation about it is a little awkward. See, now so. we're just tailing yeah. off, and now I sound nervous and frightened. Yeah. It's not no, like, anyway. like crazy. Like no, like, yeah, don't yeah. You dare let anybody know. I don't know. Some people don't, don't like know, that. Though. Okay, but again, it's just okay. Whatever. So the movies that we are deciding between mm-hmm. uh, are uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. Um, because she's never seen any of those. Ooh. Or, um, the Purge, <laughs> the Purge movies. I'd go with the Purge, honestly, because that'll really? be a lot. I think that'll be a lot more fun after you give blood, like just because you, you, getting your energy up. And also, I feel like, um, spoiler alert, we will get into it in this day's today's uh, episode. Um. Uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, I think you do need to... That's one of those trilogies that I think you need to watch one at a time to get the full impact of all of them. Interesting. Like, I, I don't think... Well, I think I could marathon it now, but I think when you watch them for the first time, you should space it out, like, at least a day in between each. Yeah, because... At least a couple a hours. In between... Not just, like... The in between movies, movies yeah. But the events of... The well, movies. yeah. Well, because the Dark Knight... The Dark Knight is... Uh, and the d- distance in real life between the Dark Knight... And The Dark Knight Rises is four years, but I'm pretty sure in the movie it's eight years. Yeah. yeah. What was the time difference in the movie between Dark Knight and Batman Begins? I think it, that I think that's like six months. I yeah, think it's it like it's long. right at well, yeah, because you remember at the end of Batman Begins, Gordon the thing, and he's like the Joker's here. So the Joker's already kind of known at the end of Batman Begins. Yeah. So, so like it can't be that long. The Dark Knight. I think it's I think it's like a few months. I don't know. Guys, yeah. email us with your answer. Yeah, if you know. Um, so you, you want to get into this small topic today? I came up with this one. Let's get into the small topic as uh, uh, my browser loads up. Cool. Uh, you, you, won't need le- you won't need Letterboxd for this. Okay. So. I'm still just trying to load it. What's, sure. what's up? Yeah. Well, give me a small, hit me with a small topic. So recently, yesterday, I watched uh, the biggest streaming hit, I think, of this year. Eurovision. It's- I was almost going to make that joke, but not that one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I've watched. It's it's everybody's talking about it. Um, it's captured the hearts and minds of everyone. I'm of course talking about the film Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg. You saw it yesterday. Yeah, it came out yesterday. How was it? Um, I am obviously making a reference to Hamilton here. Oh, it's very good. I I know you. You will love it if you watch that's, it. So that's what I heard. I love Andy Samberg, and I love time loop movies. And I love uh, uh, I'd say the m- most time loop movies are terrible. I love time loop movies. Oh my god. You admit that a lot of them are bad though, right? Like I have happy, not seen Happy a... Happy Death Day is awful. I've never seen that. I look out of the ones I've seen, out of the time loop stories that I've seen, I don't think I've not enjoyed any of them. Sweet yeah, Life on for, Deck, oh, Time Loop episode, Groundhog Day. That. Uh Groundhog Day is the best Ball. one. Um, Groundhog Day will always be the best one. For you, sure. Yeah, I like Russian Doll more. Uh, but the, 
that's not really fair because Russian Doll has a lot more time to deal yeah. with it. So I know, I'm just saying I like it's it. It's comparing I, I pieces of media is hard. Um but yeah, it's really fun. Um JK Simmons is great in it. He's oh he? I mean he's great in everything, but he's obviously very good. Um the two leads do very well together. Um it's well worth your time. It's an hour and a half long. It's on Hulu. It's really Ooh. fun. It's funny, but it's also really poignant. That's cute. Um, it hits like it hits those parts. It it hits hard though. Like some parts of it hit like really hard. So I, I, I'm just forewarning you. Um, but I was saying, I, I asked this to Charles a couple weeks ago. Say you wake up one day and then you have it the day and then you wake up again and it's the same day. If you are caught in a time loop, what do you do, Charles? What, what's your ca- game plan? What's my time loop plan? Yeah, like what would you do? That's a good question. I spent time pondering that, but I haven't really like made decisions on like what my plan is for for the inevitable day when i get for when it happens yeah i think um, well and you know for it to be satisfying it has to be a comically bad day for you yeah 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 yeah. in order for you to my plan is learn every instrument that's my first plan my first plan i want to learn that's good every instrument it's bill murray masters the piano right and groundhog day yeah but i would get like really good at guitar yeah and then once i've gotten like i perfected guitar like i would just spend every i would wake up and then i would just walk over to my guitar and i would just play the guitar until i died and then i'd shoot myself (laughs) in the face and then i'd wake up and i do guitar again and that's what i would do until i was perfect at it and i would just continue doing this with every instrument then the day that I eventually do get out of the time loop, I'm going to be like Ben Folds. It's going to be awesome. That's your musical. That's the icon that you go to for being that's good the at every I instrument. Think of for people ben who play. Folds. Yeah. I, what? Prince. Yeah, I guess. But like, <laughs> like known for that. Like that's his kind of thing that he plays all the instruments and it's all layered ben, over each other. Ben Folds is just so funny. <laughs> I love Ben Folds. I don't know. Why. Yeah, no, I love him too. I think he's great. Um, you, you seem like somebody who likes Ben Folds. Yeah, no, I act like somebody who likes Ben Folds. Yeah, uh, like ben Folds. <laughs> All right, I don't look like Ben Folds. <laughs> I think I think on top of that, yeah, um, I would, you know, I do a lot of weird stuff. Well, yeah, because there's no consequences, basically. Exactly. So, like, I would definitely, at very least, I would memorize everything for one person that day. Oh yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, like, yeah. I would just like the restaurant down. scene in Groundhog Day where he knows everything's gonna happen. And he's like, "I am a god." <laughs> exactly. I would do that. Yeah. I would. I would just mess with people. I'd get really petty with it. No, you know what I would do? What for the catharsis? I would tell everyone in my life what I really think about them. Oh, that's so mean. I don't. <laughs> that's not mean. You have that many people that you just truly hate that they don't know that you hate them. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't think I have anybody that I would really do That's that. the thing. There are so... I feel like I've gone to the point with the people Well, that I, okay. There's like two or three that I would do that. Oh, that's fun. What are their names? Yeah. <laughs> Say them all. Charles air. Heinbaugh. Uh, I, I can finally... <laughs> I can finally come forth with my hatred. Oh, uh, thanks, dear. Yeah. Um, I think... Yeah. I think it would be fun for like 10 days and then you get years into it and you're like this is hell i think at some point you it's would actually just, probably purgatory but you'd be all right like uh no so basically the way these movies present what? it what is, do you mean no i think 
What? What? No, I was. Oh, I was just saying. I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was oh, just saying I no. Like, like disagreeing. No, okay. no, no, no. No. Like, eventually, you'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, the way the movies go, you eventually get out of it. Yeah. Uh, either by learning a lesson or finding your way out or whatever. Um, but the way those movies go is there's. It, it's kind of like the five stages of grief if you follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you wake up, you're like, "What the hell is happening?" You're disoriented, and then you're like confused scared sad whatever for a little while then you get used to it and you you have fun with it then you have a crisis where you start killing yourself a bunch and then you just kind of accept it and it seems as though whenever you accept it is when it ends so well groundhog day is very good there's a lot of time loops i've seen where like they accept it and then like nothing happens and they just i've never i've never seen a time loop thing where the time loop doesn't end yeah, no, but, like, it does end eventually, but it's, like, acceptance, and then after a while it ends. Sometimes, yeah. I think I think in Groundhog Day, it's acceptance, and then it ends, like, immediately. Well, he's or, different Gra- Groundhog Day, Groundhog Day, it's less acceptance. It's more acceptance and improvement of self. Good on him. Yeah. Close That's a, I love that movie. It's such a good movie. It's a very good movie. It's a Hats very... off to Harold Ramis, um, who... I think I think that's based on a short story, National Lampoon or whatever. But so he didn't really come up with the idea. But he Groundhog Day is like the first time loop movie, and it does it so well. Yeah, like, like he perfected it in the first try. I want to now. I want to know what the first time loop movie is because that's like I the think first it's Groundhog Day. I think it's Groundhog Day. I don't know. I I feel like time loop first. Yeah, no, it's for sure Groundhog Day. For sure. No, yeah, I mean, yeah. I've, I've read about the make. I've read about the making of it. It's based on a short story. Yeah. Just fast. Oh shit! I forgot about Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow might be my favorite. I think Groundhog Day is better. Oh, yeah. I, th- I I might like Edge of Tomorrow more. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow has no right to be as good as it is. Right? Why is it that good? <laughs> like the, you watch the trailers, it looks like a normal, boring action movie. It's Tom Cruise who makes like half good movies, half the Mummy. Um, yeah. No, it's it's such a good movie. You know they're making a second one allegedly. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it, but at the same time, if that never happens, I'm like that's also fine. Yeah, but like, oh, what about Pete's Christmas? <laughs> it's a Hallmark movie that I, it's from 2013. It's the kid from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and his Christmas sucks because his parents forget to buy him gifts. And I'm like, okay. Bruce Dern plays his grandpa. Um, Oscar nominee Bruce Dern plays his grandpa. Okay. And it's just a time loop. Um, But it really, it's really weird because it's not like Groundhog Day or even Palm Springs kind of where the kid's not a dick. Like the world is a dick to the kid and everybody hates the kid and he's just a nice kid. And then he gets caught in a time loop. And I'm like, what lesson is he learning to like, and not get so mad at people being assholes to him like he didn't do anything wrong <laughs> like um i mean i seen, have you ever seen a source code 2011 no i've heard it's good it's it's good i've I, heard it's good till the ending my problem is i get so caught up in like i looper was really good looper was really good. i looked up time loop movies and it said looper 
Looper's not that's a not ti- time loop, but well, it's okay, time it, travel. It, but well, it's, it has loop in the title and it deals with time. They so I think that's point. why the algorithm gets confused. Yeah, but like side note, like this is unrelated to this list. Looper's very good. Looper is really good. I could not enjoy it the first time I watched it as much as I think I should have because I was so... You're thinking about to... the logic. Exactly. and that... I don't care for things like that. Like Terminator, like... <laughs> the way I feel about Terminator is that I don't really buy into it. Like, if Arnold, yeah. uh, it's I'm not criticizing Terminator for this. This is how I feel. If Arnold ends up killing Sarah Connor, like I'd be fine with that. Like, like I'm not so emotionally invested in it. You no, know, Terminator's just fun, but Looper Terminator's is fun. Good. Yeah, and I was invested in the logic, and that drove me crazy. So I have an issue with Looper, and it's not the issue that most people have with like the ending and the time, whatever. I don't care about any of that. I hate the makeup that they do on Joseph Gordon-Levitt to make him look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> like, he doesn't emote right. Like, it, he doesn't look like a person. Like, he just looks like a weird, like... I love, um, I love when they're doing the montage as he gets older. And then it's like, it, yes. when it goes from Jason Gordon-Levitt to, to Bruce Willis, it's yes. so funny. It's such a big, like... So basically, you get, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is starting to bald, like, he has thinner hair, and then the next scene, it's Bruce Willis with, like, a toupee, and you're, like, it's so jarring, because it's, like, this is the same person, but it's so, like, it's such a joke. He he aged hard, and he aged Aged without mercy. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. but, um, my, I have the same issue with Source Code, where it's a good movie, but I just... But you can't get past the, yeah. Not I can't get no. past it, but it just distracts me too much. So I think so. the best, I think the best in the first time loop movie is Groundhog Day. It'll it would take a lot for that to be dethroned for me. But well, I think my the list, my favorite might be Edge of Tomorrow. There are other ones that can't. There's one, two, three, four, five that came out before it. Yeah, but this lists Looper as one of them, so you don't know if that it might just well, be I'm a time the travel movie. And they seem pretty. They have to relive the same day over and over again, and that was nine years before Groundhog Day. So, I don't know, man. And I don't think few concepts are truly original, but Groundhog Day does a good job at main, making it. Oh, it's good. Yeah, but there are some of these things. I think if you come to an idea independent of something else, like if you're not aware of something else's existence and you make something, I still I count that as an original idea because okay. you didn't know. Because you didn't know. Like what, it's like this. What list are you looking at, by the way? I'm just looking at Wikipedia. That's but, what I'm looking at. Looper's not yeah. on here for me. Okay. But there's the one from 1984 is like this sequel anime thing. Like, I highly doubt Harold Ramis watched that, you know? I don't know. Maybe Harold Ramis was a weeb. Maybe he did. Doctor Strange is on here. I guess that does kind of have a time loop. Like, there's at the a, end. It features a time loop in it. It's not about it, but... Yeah, but... You know what I would really want? What? Like, a time loop superhero movie. Like, make the Flash movie a time loop movie. Because he always has time travel stuff. Like, I think that would be so good. That could be really interesting. No, I would love I'd... if Flashpoint was a time loop movie for that live action adaptation. Well, like, I, I don't know if putting Flashpoint and a time loop together is a great idea. I, I think no, that's think about it, right? too much. What if he's the, the other. same day? And so that's, like, he slowly learns about this new place, not through... Yeah. Um, I think the reverse flash should kill him like every day, <laughs> and he keeps waking up the same damn. day. I think Suck. that'd be so good. No, right. um, no, but I would love. Uh, I, you need a little moment where it's like the flash is like, 
how do I get out of this time loop? And they're like, maybe it's like Groundhog Day. Like, you need to become a better person. And then he goes, and he's like, I save like hundreds of people per day. How can I become a better person? <laughs> you know, like he's a superhero. I think that'd be so funny. That would be uh, wow, we're 20 minutes in. How are we 20 minutes in? That's what I'm wondering. It didn't feel like that. I guess we just started looping. We just, whoa. <laughs> whoa. We talked about the actual uh, question that you asked for like five minutes and then. Well, I just talk about time loop movies. Time loop movies are great, though. I love them. I love them. Would you commit I, crimes? I feel like eventually I'd commit crimes. What? Oh yeah. Yeah, like I'd not rob a bank, but I'd steal money. I'd. I'd... No, I do like vandalism and stuff. Oh, I, I wouldn't. Do, I, don't, I don't care enough. I don't get enough joy from that. Oh, I'd get so much joy from that. Yeah. I just... El Barto. Uh, how wonderful. Well, all right. What? We'll if move this... on. Wait, wait, wait! One last, one last thing. What if it's a time loop movie? But uh, oh wait, I think that's the new Vin Diesel movie. Crap. The oh, bl- Bloodshot. Blood so my idea was that like there's a secret organization. What they do is they trap people in time loops, and the only yeah, way that they can escape the time loop is if they kill somebody. I think that's what Bloodshot is. I think that, and I think Bloodshot but... is terrible. Did it come um, out already? Yeah, it was like one of the last movies to come out before theaters closed. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. Right, go out well, with a bang. The final um, film, last movie. But I Charles, saw Charles, let me ask you: What if you were in a time loop, but it wasn't a time loop, but it was because you couldn't make new memories, so you had to take pictures and tattoo all over yourself? What? How crazy? How Who crazy could, could think be? of that? Christopher Nolan could think of that. Men- Men- Christopher Memento. Nolan. Memento. Christopher Memento. Nolan. Meme into. Meme, meme, not Okay. How do you want to handle this? Would you like to do a ranking of Christopher Nolan, or would you like to do a tier list, uh, much in the style of our Harry Potter tier list? I guess I could do a. I could do either. I could. Mm, the thing is, I don't know. I think a tier list is more fun and interactive. Yeah, um, I'll do that. I'll do. Okay. I like that. We'll uh, go in chronological order of his movies having been released. There are two that both me and you have not seen. Oh, of course. I um. Think- no, it's just the two. There's Insomnia starring Al Pacino and Robin Williams. But a lot of people don't count this as a real Christopher Nolan movie because he didn't write it. Um, That's insane. What's Following? Following was his first movie that he made for like $6,000. It was like an indie movie. Um, so I think the fact that we haven't seen it, I, I don't think any people are clamoring for our opinions on that. I don't think so either, but yeah. you know what? You never know. I'll watch it someday. All right, sorry. I'm just I'm going through. I'm yeah, sorting you've out seen my. All of them, right? What? You've seen Everything all else of them. I've seen. I realized kind of recently. I realized I'd seen the rest of them. Yeah. All right. Oh, and that's that's the other movie marathon that we might do is uh Nolan Christopher Nolan best. Uh, he he hasn't made that many, so you can probably kind of watch all of them. Probably not uh, all of them. All well, all you can skip. The nine movies are seven hours. Guess how long all four Skip of the Interstellar. first movies are? Uh, collectively? Six, six hours collectively. <laughs> collectively, four There's... movies is less than three. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's a good thing that The Purge isn't like three hours long, right? I don't know. That'd be funny. <laughs> One thing about Nolan I want to get out of the way now because I don't want to talk about it. He's not the best dialogue writer. No, he's really especially not. Especially in Interstellar. Uh... No, I'd say the worst is probably the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. In terms of di- in terms of dialogue, 
I guess some to, of his lines listen, are like, listen to anyone who's not a main character talk, and it's not good. <laughs> no, no, Charles. I don't think it's Charles. I'm, what? Charles. No more dead cops. <laughs> I'm just thinking. Is wait, that me, a bazooka? <laughs> let me just think about the movies. <laughs> no, yeah, he. He's not the best dialogue writer, but his stories make up for that, you know? Yeah, but even still, he's got, like... Like, well, even the good lines character, it's... Yeah, but even the good lines that he says are things that nobody would actually say. That's fine, because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... Yeah, and, and a movie about Batman doesn't have to be grounded in realism. Um, so do, do you... Would you like... To, let's, let's start. Um... And again, these are like the Harry Potter. I would say most of his movies are B plus to A tier or above. Yeah, I would say that. These are I, this is in comparison to each other, though. I have one. So here. Oh really? Yeah. I have the two D tiers, which are the ones I haven't seen. D stands for didn't watch. Didn't don't watch. Care. Didn't watch. Stupid don't movie. Care. Too many donuts. I'll I'll watch Insomnia. I'll watch Insomnia. I'll watch following. I'll, I'll watch, watch both of them. I'm a completionist. I'd rather. I think I'd probably watch Insomnia first. Look, yeah. I'm white. I'm a teenager. Of course I'm going to try and watch all the Christopher Nolan movies. Co- what? Of course I'm a Christopher Nolan fanboy. <laughs> you like film? You're a teenager? Yep, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he's not my favorite director. Um, I think he's really good. I don't know who my favorite director is, but he's up there. No, yeah, if you take people in our, in our age bracket interested in film, it's him, Tarantino, and, like, maybe Scorsese, and I'd say that was just No, three. not even Scorsese. think so? Uh, it maybe depends Wes on the people Anderson. you talk to. No, Wes Anderson is more girls our age who are interested in film, I've Girls noticed. our age and male millennials, I think. Yes, yes. 30-year-old that... hipster males and girls our age are Wes Anderson. No, Jake and I have talked about this before. Um, this ties in. Uh, Jake and I are big fans of, and you to a lesser extent than the two of us, are big fans of John Mayer because we really love his guitar. And we've said that there are two types of people who love John Mayer, and that's guitar enthusiasts and teenage girls. Preteen to teenage girls. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of like Wes Anderson, you know? And so, adults so... who like adult contemporary. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So... Um... Let's start with Memento. Chronological. We're going chronological. We're going chronological, which is ironic by starting with Memento because it's not a chronological movie. Ah, uh, uh, I, I still don't know what happened in that movie. Uh, you saw that recently, right? Yeah. No, I've looked it up, and and I I I, I get it. Like it's it's more accessible than I was led to believe. I didn't know anything about it going into it. No, yeah, yeah, no. For ninety-five percent of the movie, you have no idea what's going on, and then it does get explained. I think that's the point, though. Like, no, yeah, yeah, I know. First fifteen uh, minutes, not. I was like, I don't know what's happening, and I don't like it. I don't like being confused. And then they started explaining, and I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to be confused. This is fun. I great, great opening uh, mm-hmm. scene with the the Polaroid, but then it's shot in reverse. Yeah, no, it's. I give this I give this A tier. This is A tier for me. Yeah, I think there's I think ultimately it does suffer from being quote unquote like too confusing. And it lends itself to uh movie assholes being like, Oh, you don't get it? You don't get it? Even though they had to look up what it means. Yeah. Memento, A tier. 
yeah, there are some things that keep it from being S tier. Um, I like yeah. the twists. I like the. Um, I do like the reverse sort of because it, it shows you from his point of view because you don't know what's going on because he doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's a cool um, way of putting you in the protagonist's shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the emotional moments don't really hit for me. But I don't know if they're supposed to because you don't know the emotions because he doesn't. Nobody knows. Uh, really amazing, amazing Joey Pants in this movie. Joe Pantoliano as what? Um, Gamble, the, the cop, the cop got, guy. The mustache? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. The guy's in everything. Teddy! Joey Pants. Teddy, that's what they call him in the movie. Yeah, he's in Joey the Pants. Movie. He's great. He's yeah, so is um the girl in Memento. Good, good on him. They're both in the Matrix. Wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. I didn't realize. That. I don't think they're ever in any scenes together in Memento. Though. I don't think so either. They might like. Great Guy Pierce in that movie. What? I, uh, guy Pierce is great in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I love Carrie Ann Moss. So cool. Uh, I I I like her vibe. I don't think she's a great actress. Yeah, but you know, she's still. Uh, um, yeah. I it's been it's been a couple days since I've seen this. I think I still need more time to formulate more thoughts on it. Solid mm-hmm. A tier, solid movie, great movie. Um, I don't I don't know about the rewatchability factor. I, I oh, don't. I, think I don't. It's super rewatchable. Okay, I think I disagree. I, I don't think I'd ever go back to it. I'd go back to it any day. Just to like, because then you like know what's happening, and you're like, oh, cool. Or, or yeah, but you still don't even you don't know everything. (laughs) Yeah, so that makes it rewatchable, if you ask me. You know, it's like, oh, I kind of know what's happening now. Yeah. All right, gamer. What's next? Is it Inception or? Uh, I'm going chronologically, so it is Batman Begins. That would be good. I I forgot what was released in what order. I have I have the list here in order, so I'm not just calling this from memory. I'd say B. Solid B. Oh, I also put a B. Cool. Um, I think it's a great start to the trilogy. I really it's, like it. It's the first Batman movie I ever watched, so I do really like it. Yeah, so, so it's not my first ever Batman movie, but I remember watching it, and I was like... Okay, I might have watched, like, Phantasm or, like, the, the cartoon ones first, but I, I don't know how much you count that. I watched the 1989 one first, I think, and then... Yeah, so large uptick in quality. Fun fact, first PG-13 movie I ever watched was The Dark Knight Rises. Oh. A little problematic, because... Wait, is that heavy. true? Yeah. Wait, no, that can't be true. I'm going to fact check you. Because what? that came out in 2012, but you said you saw Harry Potter and the Deathly Hours Part 1 in theaters with your parents, and that was yeah, 2010. That was 2010. They made me... Wait, Part 2? Yeah, that was 2011. Yeah, they made part me... Part 1... Leave for oh, scary really? scenes. I had to close my eyes and stuff. Okay, but you still saw a PG-13 movie. Dark Knight Rises is the only movie I've watched. First first PG-13 movie I watched all the way through. What's the first PG-13 movie I saw? It might have been Batman Begins. I forgot. All right. Oh, my father's um, yelling. He's... I don't know. He's back home. He's, oh, he's getting wood from a Home Depot. Wood. All right. Chopping wood. Chopping. Um, Batman Begins. Uh, good villain. There's two. Three? I love I love Scarecrow. I love the guy who plays Scarecrow. Whatever the hell. I wish called. he was bigger. Uh, um, um, I'm blanking on it. Killian Murphy. God, he's he has he's beautiful good. eyes. I I think they're creepy. Have you noticed that in every scene he takes off his glasses? 
I've noticed because Nolan like wanted him to do that. Yeah, because his beautiful eyes. Why would you ever want to? Why would you not want to see those just gems? I don't think they're beautiful. I think they're creepy. They're I guess gorgeous. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm putting it in B. Um, fun movie, cool movie. Um, compared to the other Dark Knight movies, not as good. Not as good. I'd say the other two are better because I'd say, okay. This is one of those things that the Dark Knight trilogy is so good. This I'd say is the worst one. And it's not, and it's like a genuinely good movie. And it's excellent, if you ask me. It's I like think... a really good movie. Yeah, it's the. De- I'd say it's the definitive Batman origin at this point. Yeah, I think uh, and that's because it does stick pretty close to like Batman Year One and like classic stories. But you know, for for most people, this is what they think of when you think of like how Batman became Batman. Oh, crap! I gotta, I gotta. Okay, there's a Hello Fresh outside the front door. I gotta go get the HelloFresh and I gotta put it in the basement fridge. This will take two minutes, I'm guessing. Okay. Can you monologue for two minutes? On the Batman on Batman? I, well, it's the I perfect like opportunity. If you were gonna monologue on anything. It would be I Batman. Know. I would choose that. All right. Okay. I give you I give you two Godspeed. minutes and thirty seconds. Go get him, Tiger. I'm gonna Godspeed. sprint now. You don't have to okay. What a weird child. Okay. Uh, Batman Begins. Not my favorite Batman movie. One of the fondest memories I have. You know, like, um, it just this this hits a lot of nostalgia. I'd say for myself, um, just just because it was the first one I watched when I was a kid. Um, I really like Tom Wilkinson. I think he does a great job as Carmine Falcone. Um, I like that you get more in the underbelly of Gotham. I like that Gotham's an actual city because in the Schumacher. Um, Burton, Keaton, Kilmer, whatever ones. It was like this, either like this weird Art Deco thing or this weird like neon painted, uh, whatever the hell, like nightmare city. And it didn't seem like a real place. And it's like this seedy, gross. Like I don't know if it's Chicago in this one. It's definitely Chicago in the Dark Knight. In the Dark Knight, it's less so because it's literally just Chicago. But in this one, it's great. Um. It, this you know it's that cliche they always say like new york city is a character in a movie it seems like gotham is its own entity its own character um it sets up everything pretty perfectly well uh for the trilogy uh that's not to say there aren't issues there's batman and there's no kill rule uh this has been pointed out on the internet before but he has this whole no kill rule and then so he does not execute the guy when the League of Shadows tells him to. But then he sets fire to the building and it explodes, which would no undoubtedly kill not only that guy, but more people in the process. So I don't really know how he still has the moral high ground there. Don't know. Uh, the plot with the, the microwave or whatever they call it and the liquefying and the steam and the whatever with the, the water supply. I don't understand it. I don't pretend to understand it. It's weird. But I do love it. Um, yeah, I think Liam Neeson's great. Uh, I mean, that that whole thing where he's actually Ra's al Ghul. I, I didn't think he was going to actually be Ra's al Ghul, but I, I did think like he's coming back. So Liam Neeson himself coming back and being that twist that he's actually Razzle Ghoul. Well, it's not the best twist. I think it's kind of cool. 
definitely wasn't necessary. You could just have him be Ra's uncle from the beginning. Like, I, I don't, I don't see what that subverts or who that. He could also just be Liam Neeson the whole time. That's true. Just Liam Neeson. I agree. Anyways, oh, um, porn my... fell out of the bag. Oh no, no! But my fa- one of my favorite parts in this movie is when he's in the. Where is he in the beginning? What Asian country is that? Did they Tibet? say it's Tibet? I'm guessing. I don't know. Okay, I think it's actually. I, I think that's. I thought. It was, I didn't know if it was Tibet or like Mongolia or something. Um, when he starts the fight in the prison, and they're like, they're bringing him for protection, and he says, "I, I don't need protection," and then they say it's for them. Hey, I think that was good. Um, then you say Christopher Nolan doesn't have good dialogue. I mean, nobody would ever say that. But still, right? Nobody would ever say that. It's 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 a movie line. Um, yeah. He, no, I'm not saying he doesn't have good dialogue. I'm saying there's a lot of moments where it's really bad. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. What, what? I like Rutger Hauer as the um, the slimy like guy who works for Wayne Enterprises. Mm-hmm. That part of the story is not necessary though. Like, I don't know why he's in it or why that's a thing in this movie. Like the the goings on of Wayne Enterprises, I don't really care about. You know, I feel like it has some. He does okay. It, Morgan Freeman does. I think Rutger Hauer as that guy is like kind of take it or leave. I think he does a good job. I think it's a funny part of the movie where he says like, "Did okay. you get the memo?" Yeah. But I, I ultimately, I don't think it's necessary. I am slowly revving up in my brain to talk about Dark Knight Rises because I know what your opinion is and I know what my opinion is. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I was going to prepare beforehand until you texted me and were like, I need to do it today or tomorrow. I was like, well, crap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I didn't get my facts together. So ultimately an opinion. Um, still um okay. yeah batman begins i was talking about this before i don't know if you heard this what is your opinion on the weird like microwave with the city's water supply and they put the city... it's, it's a superhero movie it's all weird wacky bullshit okay but what else is but a lot of superhero movies don't go to such lengths as this does to like justify it so i feel ah. like it should be criticized for how weird it is have you noticed that almost every nolan movie has some device or weird thing in it for this movie it's that for the prestige it's the weird cloning machine for dunkirk it's how they tell the story like there's always this like weird twist in it that's like kind of really like strange and like is it good is it bad (laughs) do we know wait wait for wait dunkirk or like is what's memento's thing the it's the the, uh, uh, the, that it's told backwards i don't know i no i'm not not saying Microwave from Batman Begins and Memento's storytelling device are two different things. No, they are, but I'm saying he always has some weird thing in there that like is strange. I feel like that's sometimes not it, a sometimes Nolan thing. I no, feel like a lot of directors have just one weird thing per movie. I don't know if any is high profile as he, he though. I, I, I think a lot of people have weird stuff. Yeah, but, like, I'd say less consistently, like, different strange things. And and he experiments. And a lot of times it does work. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, I'd say it doesn't work in this. And um, I don't like Dunkirk. Oh, good. We agree. 
I oh, really? enjoyed Dunkirk, but I don't really like it that much. I would never watch it again. I think it's a great achievement in filmmaking. It's not rewatchable to me. Yeah, we need. It's to really move on. it's we are really at hard. Forty-one to minutes and yeah, damn. We've okay, talked about two Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah, The Prestige, um, S two. Oh, that's in between. Uh, I it's, didn't know that was. It's in between. He made it between Begins and Dark Knight. One hundred percent S tier. This is my favorite 100%. Nolan movie. It is between this and the other one. Yeah. Uh, I for me, I, it's this or Inception is probably my favorite. I had never heard of The Prestige until I watched it, and that was the best way to watch it. So, oh, guys, yeah. if you haven't seen The Prestige. Go away. Uh, just um, I'll so we're starting this at uh, the spoiler talk at forty two minutes. I'll mark the time when we finish the spoiler talk, and then I'll say I'll edit in me saying like skip ahead five minutes or however long we talk about. We could have Jake whispering like spoilers. Yes. Yes. He could do like a little spoiler thing. Yes. Um, right. when you first saw this movie, that that twist, did you see it coming? No, not at all. It, it's kind of obvious when you watch it back, though, because yeah. it's this weird guy who's in the background and doesn't talk. And then they're like, surprise, it's actually he's also Christian Bale. Perfect. I love twists like that, where it's like, if you rewatch it, you know exactly what's coming and you can see all the clues. Well, you just feel like a dumbass. Well, and um, people have said this later, um, and there's no way to predict this when you first see it. But Michael Caine tells you this in the first five minutes of the movie. Mm hmm. He lays it all out with like the trap and the bird and the his brother and all that. Like he he lays it out like yeah, it's right there. I know it's not obvious, obviously, but it's so cool. I've seen this movie several times. Me too. I, I think it's really it raw, not gotten old. Every time I watch it, it gets slightly better, mm-hmm. which is uh, so weird. Casting David Bowie as Nikola Tesla makes your movie great, in my opinion. That, that alone. Was- that's an amazing cameo. <laughs> I remember I remember I was like I looked up the prestige because somebody's like, You need to watch the prestige. And I looked up one thing and it was like David Bowie Nikola Tesla scene. I was like, I'm done. I'll watch it. You know, this is my first experience with David Bowie. I didn't know who he was or his music really? before the yeah. Really? How old I, wa- you? I was like ten. Wow. Go figure. Yeah, ten eleven. Yeah. Go figure. All right. Um, um there's more to talk about here. Uh, how do you feel about the cloning machine? It's cool. I don't, I don't say I don't okay. Care. That I'm less cool. that I'm less pumped about than the rest of the movie because the rest of the movie to me is this like super realistic kind of thriller, like who's gets the best of who. Um, this guy's yep. descent into madness, and then it's also like magic exists. <laughs> like we can create a new person. Well, that's science. I don't know it's somewhat. No, no, I. Somewhat wacky bullshit, but I enjoy it. it the, the story just takes a turn when that happens, I think. I, I think it mostly works. I, I just do think it becomes a slightly different movie when that happens. I think it's what makes it... It's, it's, it's what, what makes, makes it stand out. The plot twist, though, though, is the thing. Like, well, I, I'd say oh, the, better, the better plot twist is not the, the, the fact that Hugh Jackman has clones and he kills them every night. It's the, the Christian Bale brother thing is the best twist. But I... I'd say it's a better twist. I, I like the Christian Bell part. I love all the plot twists, really. Honest, I just Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Final shot of that movie. Oh my yes. God. Well, and then it raises the question: Is it the original Hugh Jackman or no? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right, because it, it shows how he's lost his humanity. 
Oh, bruh. Imagine being so dedicated to being a good magician that you, like, lose all morality. That's wild. Right? Like, of all the things to dedicate your life to, and then, like, become a monster because of. That is strange. And I also love how it's, like, one of the brothers loved Rebecca Hall, one of them loved Scarlett Johansson, and you think he's, like, cheating on her, but he's, he's actually not really cheating on his wife because it's two different people. he's also a bad guy if you're two people and you get married to someone you should tell somebody that you're two people and not just keep switching you should definitely tell your wife you should definitely tell your wife i don't know why he didn't i don't know you can never trust anybody in this business you know you know the part with the chinese i think it's chinese i I don't want to assume no i'm pretty sure it is you know that's based on a true guy really like the fact that he was like actually really young but he lived his life in a persona as an old person that's that was so that was a real person. That's so good. I would never commit myself to a bit that much. I don't think I could At live that my point, life. It's, not a bit. it's just who you are. Um, one of the be- one of my favorite parts of this movie is when he's talking with uh, I think it's Scarlett Johansson. I I don't know Hugh Jackman, and she's like, but he she says something like, but your wife, blah blah blah, and he just says, I don't care about my wife, and that's when you know he's gone off the deep end. Like the whole reason that he cared about any of this is like gone, and he's just all about. The magic. whatever the magic the magic the prestige the prestige this is such a good movie he just wants the claps yeah i'm not huge oh. on scarlett johansson in this movie that's my only issue but i get why her character is that way so that's it is what it is no right, I, 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 on. I i think saying she's the weak link in an amazing movie means that she gives only a an okay to good performance less than like an amazing <laughs> one you know yeah it's fine i mean yeah there's not much to say about the prestige without you just saying like, you, you gotta watch it. Okay. It? Uh spoiler talk over. Prestige S tier. S tier. Dark Knight. S tier. S tier. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Easy S tier. Prestige this is my is... favorite. This is probably the best made movie that he made. It's probably my favorite Christopher Nolan movie. It's also one of my top five favorite movies ever. Uh that's, yeah. It used to be. I um, I've just seen a lot of movies that I like better since. I love this movie. It's good. Oh, much. No, it's it is, great. It is. It is more than what words can summarize for me. Oh my god! This movie um, has a weird plot thing too. Very a very small one. Wait, what was it? The bullet recreation thing that he has. Oh, yeah. That thing is weird. I, I think that's weird. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't guess. know why it's in there. Yeah, and I then the, 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 the so... China subplot is also... The China subplot, I think, works and has one of the coolest moments where he like takes the guy and he hooks onto the plane. Yeah. That's my dad's favorite part of the movie. I think it works, but I that being said, you take the China plot out of this, it's it is... a still an yeah. amazing movie. Like It doesn't add anything inherently to the plot, I don't think. No, yeah, that's the only like low point that I can think about with the movie. And it's still a good part of the movie. I just think it doesn't need to be there. Almost, if not every other scene, I feel like is so noteworthy, so quotable, so just well done, you know? So like, the obvious best performance in this movie is Heath, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. And, and we'll talk about him in a bit. Probably my, my second, favorite, my second favorite performance in this movie is uh, Aaron Eckhart as Harvey Dent? Yeah, because he gives two because per- he gives two performances. 
Yeah, much. although I kind of I like Aaron Eckhart, but I really like uh, Gary Oldman in this. Oh, he's good. I think oh, he that's another thing. Why does he fake his death? How does he fake his death? Did he know it was going it, to... It's like a lot of weird hoops to jump through to have just a twist that he's not actually dead, which I ultimately think wasn't necessary. Just had to go into... Yeah, but... 10%. I think I'm going to have to grab a charger. Let me... I'll be okay. right back. Be right back. Talk about... Uh, talk about Cillian Murphy's eyes. He's in this movie for five seconds. Okay. Uh, his eyes are really creepy, and I don't know why Charles thinks they're so attractive. Um, yeah, Gary Oldman's death, fake death scene. I don't know why it's in there. It's weird. Um, yeah, I, I'm getting all the negatives out of the way before we talk about why this movie is so good. Bruh. Yeah. I'm back. I'm is back. this the best the Joker ever has been? What do on, you mean? I'm not, on film, absolutely. Even though Nicholson is great in his own way. And as much flack as I give the movie, Walking Phoenix gives a great job. Is this the best the Joker ever has been? Comics, anything, in any form of media, is this the best depiction of the Joker? I think it has a case. I don't think it is, though. Let me think. I think the killing joke is ultimately the best Joker. I think it's anything. the best Joker for the comics. I yeah, think I think. It's inherently the best Joker. Object- like, well, don't say me, objectively because it's not objective. Not object- yeah, nothing's objective. But like, I feel like this one says so much about so many things yeah and it's this, done so this well is, this is where the joker took a turn i think to being about like quote unquote like we make jokes like society because if you look at the comics he's not really about that a lot a lot of times he's just like i'm crazy and i'm gonna kill you like like this is where he became a social commentary figure which i think works mm-hmm. for the movie it it does so much as a he does so much as a character he does so much as an actor it is oh my god i have a question Every moment that he's on screen is i have a question for you sh- earth shattering what not joker related but my dad has an opinion on this it's very strong very strong maggie gyllenhaal in this movie what about her? what what are your thoughts good i don't think she's that good i don't think don't she's think that, good. that good i, think I don't think fun. she i don't think she's that good but i don't know how fault or the script's fault you know like i, I, I don't know if actor, any, right? what i would have i would have just had a i was gonna say i'd have a different person play her character yeah, I, I would too that was, that was what happened and i know well I yeah, i'd have a different I don't think it's maggie gyllenhaal's fault i think it's just no. i don't think she was i think another person could do i think um i think she was considered i've heard this but i've heard like amy adams as her i think that would be better i think amy she would have done, been better as well um, i mean amy adams is a great actress so that's not really fair and i'm sure maggie, maggie gyllenhaal's good i haven't seen her or anything else so i can't say that she's very good let me see what else has she been she's been in another stuff that i've liked was she in Donnie Darko? Yeah, she was in Yes. Darko. Yeah, because that's, that's her actual Stranger brother. Fiction. She's really good. Uh, oh, I don't think she's great in Stranger Than Fiction, but again, I think that's another thing of her character. In that. The kindergarten teacher, I heard that was good. Um, she has an Oscar nomination for some movie with Jeff Bridges, I think. All right, yeah. then. Uh, but that, that by no means... Having an Oscar nomination by no means makes you an amazing actor. Um, okay. Uh, no, I, I think that's true. I think that I think it makes you a good, good actor, actor, at least. Uh, 
I don't even think so. I, I think a, I think a bad actor can give a good performance. I'm not saying she is a bad actor because she's not. But I, I, I think having one Oscar nomination does not necessarily mean you're an amazing actor. Also, I side note, I think she's really attractive. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> like, thanks. you're you're. I think you might be the only person I know that has that opinion. Whatever. <laughs> but you know, what is your wait, what was your dad's hot take? Oh, he hates her. It's not I didn't say it was a hot take, it's just his opinion. He oh. hates her in this movie. He's like and he said Katie Holmes was bad too, but I just hate Maggie Gyllenhaal. I don't know why. I really don't know why he hates her. I would uh but, I would criticize him, but the thing is I hate Nick and Nora's infinite playlist and for no real reason. Other right. than just pure hatred. Oh, I have. A, I realized I have a movie like that too. Have you ever heard the movie Larry Crown with Tom Hanks? I have not. I hate that movie so much. He goes back to community college. It's a whole thing. It's so bad. <laughs> Rami Malek is in it. It's a whole thing. Um, really? The Dark Knight. There's not much we have to say here. I, I think putting it in S tier explains it for itself. Um, it's a really good movie. It, it's an excellent movie. Um, has great themes of morality. I had a theology course this year, um, about, and we talked about morality and objective and subjective morality and like what's true, what's what's not, whatever. I'm not, I'm not getting into that, but he used this movie as a teaching point because there's so many good points about morals and ethics in this movie. Joker does more good than Batman does during the duration of this movie. He kills a lot of innocent people. He does not a ton. I think if you kill any innocent people versus not killing innocent people you're not doing better than somebody else. Well, still, he does more good, objective good, than Batman does through the duration of the movie. That's, that's not true, though. The second yes, you, kill an, the second you kill an innocent person does, means that you're objectively the worst person. Or you're not saying he's a better person, you're just saying that's he, a, I feel like that's a big discussion that we're not here you for. Think that, saying, you think you can kill a, an innocent person, you can commit murder, and then also be hailed as a hero. Because that's a Harry S. Truman killed millions of innocent people hmm. in one World War II. Right. Well, Ryan, this is a bigger question. It is, it is a good question. I guess I hadn't thought answer. about that. I guess I hadn't thought about that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know either. But the thing is, he uh, is the reason that the mob crumbles down. You should also, uh, but you should also appreciate that. No one should by any means do what he does. <laughs> no, I don't think so, no. He but terrorizes also, the city straight. He's a fear yeah. monger. He's, a, he's the bad guy for a reason, you know? Yeah, but also he straight up makes Gotham better. Sure. That wasn't his intention, though. And I, I think I'm the movie makes it clear. intention. No, because he's an agent of chaos. That's what he wants you to think. No, I think he, I think he is an agent of chaos. That's the whole point of his character is that Batman nope. doesn't know how to deal with chaos. I'm absolutely positive that all of that was no. Crazy. I think that I think if you give him noble intentions or you give him evil intentions, I think giving that character intentions, I think muddies I the point of the movie. I fundamentally disagree with you on that. Everything that he does, but it muddies the, the literal point of the movie. Yeah, no, you can have a plan, but for I'm saying intention, having a plan and intentionality are two different things. You can have a plan, but the plan, the intention of the plan, can be nothing. I know that he has intention, though. Why would you? Go to such extremes for such specific people for no reason. Because there's he's because so he's the Joker. That's the whole point of the so character. Many easier ways to cause chaos. That's the whole point of the character. Chaos than he does. 
Why would okay, it's a movie. Two separate warehouses for one specific guy when he could just blow up an orphanage. There's so because much because he wants to get in Batman's head because that... yeah, no, I I disagree. I think there's so I get much what you're saying, and I don't think either of us is right or wrong. I just disagree personally. Interesting. I still think I'm like think about the scene with the the hospital. This isn't right? objective. This isn't objective. So neither of us are right or wrong. It's our interpretation well, of a film. I suppose. Yeah. It is fictional, so I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Christopher Nolan what he thinks. Okay. Well, I, right. I'd say I'd say this opens up a question that I think we could talk about at a different time. How much does creator's intention matter? Like, if Nolan agrees with you, or and if Nolan, let's say, because I, I don't want to seem contrarian, um, if Nolan agrees with me, I don't think that even necessarily means you're wrong. It, yeah, it depends once, on once, the piece. I'd I think say, I'd say once art is published what the creator's intention matters less. I think ultimately how you receive and, it, it, and it take part of something, what you get from something is its meaning to you. And no one can really take that away from you, including yeah. the creator. That's what I would say. I think my overall is it depends. Like, yeah. Well, example, yeah. If, if, also like, if you're inspired to do hateful things, then I would say you're well, wrong. No, here's the other, here's my anecdote. My uncle, who by the way, loves this movie. That's completely unrelated. He is a, uh, he's a pastor. And so he ordinates weddings and stuff. Right. Or he's an ordained minister. Right. And so he has to do uh, wedding counseling with all these couples. Right. And so he's done it with like 30, 40 sure. couples now. Right. And he was doing it. And with two different couples, they both came to him and they were like, we want our first dance song to be brick by Ben folds five. Funny how I mentioned brick folds twice this episode or Ben folds. brick folds. Brick folds. Now, Brick is a great song. It's um, about uh, it is up. about an abortion. And oh. they wanted they yeah, it is about a boyfriend driving his girlfriend to get an abortion on the day after Christmas and these two couples were like, "We want it as our first dance song." Completely separate by the way. And he said, "I want you guys to read the lyrics. I want you to go home. I want you to read the lyrics and come back to me and if you still want to do it, we'll talk about it." And they both came back and said, "We don't no. want to do it." Yeah, no, yeah, that, that's a that's a good point. Anyways, uh, that's we a very, are an I think hour. That's, I think that's we... an extreme example of what I'm saying. But yeah, yeah it's a good point. Let's that's keep funny. going. Uh, Inception. Inception, A tier. I'd say A tier. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, there's a lot of criticism of this movie. Okay, really? Yeah. Let's just go into spoiler territory. This is another. This is one I think most people have seen. The people listening to this podcast, I would say most have seen Inception. I don't think it really... The thing is also, if it gets spoiled for you, I don't think it... doesn't matter. Matters. I, I think I knew what was going to happen when I went into it, and it, it, it doesn't... This is a very thought-heavy movie. Um, really good. Very good. It's good. Um, I've seen people complain that it doesn't make any sense. I never got that. Like, it, it always made sense to me. Even when it didn't make sense, it kind of made sense. Like You, you get just follow just... it. It's just dreams within dreams. I don't know, man. It Worlds was... within worlds. It. Um, yeah, so spoiler territory. He spins the top at the end, and it's ho- the whole thing is like, you don't know if it's real life or not. But I'm fairly confident it's real life because we, I, don't, I haven't been given a... Th- I, there's no evidence, I would say, that he would still be in a dream, you know? I feel like there is. I just don't know any of it. I don't... Yeah, I, I don't think there is. I, I think I think it's just, I think it's real life. But also, the people who debate whether or not he's in real life or not, 
I think kind of missed the point. The point is that he doesn't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's the point. He doesn't care. So that's why he, that's why he walks speculate. away. Oh, yeah, it's fun. But people get into, like, actual arguments over it. And I'm like, it, the point is it doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess, they, yeah, but even still, we, we argue about very pointless things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the things we argue about aren't usually aren't undermined by the, the film itself, I would say. I guess. You know, so usually. Interesting. Inter- well, <laughs> I said usually. Um, great movie. Who do you think gives the best performance in this movie? Uh, give me a second. I need to pull up the letterbox so I can look at the people in this movie. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Tom Hardy. You think he gives the best acting performance in this movie? Uh-huh. Huh. It's uh, every... For me, it's a tie. the biggest role, but every line that he has, he delivers with just such charisma. Yeah, no, he's very good in this movie. He I'd say so I, it's, it's, a tie. it's a tie for me, I'd say. Between who and who? Marion Cotillard, and uh, she's very good, and uh, Ken Watanabe. Ooh. I think Ken Watanabe is so good in this movie. <laughs> he does really good in this movie. She does. Ooh. She does. Oh, I think everybody does. I think Leo does. I think this is one of the worst performances for Leo uh, because he doesn't have as much to do as he does in most other of his other movies. Um, but that's not to say he's bad. I think he's great in this movie. I think it's interesting. This JGL, be- JGL is great in this movie, too. This better be one of the. This, I think this is one of the better ensemble performances in a Nolan movie. Oh yeah, uh, this might be the best ensemble in a like Nolan large movie. ensemble. Although uh, really the pre- good it's and... the prestige of this. Well, Dunkers, they're all really good. Uh, Look, say the what acting in Dunkirk. I don't think that. I don't think the acting is. I don't think that the acting in Dunkirk is fine. I'd say that both the pre- the ensembles and the prestige and Inception are better though. Yeah. All right. Um. um <laughs> Inception's great. It's fun. Cool. What are I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of Ellen Page in thing. that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't oh, think she's. Great. I don't think. I, I like her in general. I think she's good in like Juno. So I don't think she's great in Inception. All right. Uh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. I don't want to get into a big argument. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I want to either. But where do you put it? I'll. It's. I don't know. It's like B plus. I put it in A tier. Oh, okay. That's where I put it too. So we oh, actually really? agree. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> oh, it's it's my favorite, it's but, but obje- objectively speaking, I think it's A. I think parts of it are dumb. I don't think I don't. I wouldn't say the movie itself is "quote unquote" dumb. I don't know. There's a lot of dumb shit in this movie. <laughs> there's some really cool scenes. Probably has um. Well, there's a well, yeah. I mean, like, well, a lot of the cool scenes are like. It, Nolan kind of outdoes himself because the part with where he lights the bridge on fire with the bat symbol, it's like, that's cool. But then you think like, did he climb up that? Did he whatever? Yeah. But Nolan invite it. Nolan kind of wants to have his cake and eat it too sometimes because he wants to put in stuff like that. That looks cool. But he also wants to get really heady with the themes. You can't really do both because then you invite criticism upon yourself for the cool stuff that logically doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, you get what I'm saying? I guess, but there's like if this was a regular if this was a regular Marvel movie or whatever, like one of those. Um, I like Marvel, but they're much not as good as the Dark Knight trilogy at all. Most of them. That's um, a low bar, or that's a high. That's a high bar. bar. Yeah, no, it, it is, and I'm saying that. 
But like if if Iron Man or whoever did that on a bridge, like I don't think I would think about it as much as I think about the the Dark Knight Rises thing. I don't know. I think I think it's more- good. I th- I think there are bad parts. Like Marion Cotillard's dying scene, her whole part in the movie is not good. Um no. I like I think the part in the cave is cool. I, I, I don't care. The the prison and his escape from the prison, I think that's good. I love the escape. Here's the thing. I love like, the, music the football is, field. I love the fight scenes between oh, Batman and Bane. The Wall Street action scene. It's not really Wall Street, but the, yeah, stock, but, you know. ex- the stock exchange. Um, that that whole scene and then Batman's back and like all that is I think that like I think it's 10 minutes, maybe. That stretch is amazing. Um, good. It's so good when the cop shoots a taser at him and then the older cop is like, uh, put that away, son, before you hurt yourself. Classy. Yeah, look. Um, How do you... Know. Okay, this this is a question that's retroactively about the Dark Knight. It paints him as a hero and it's great. How do you feel about Batman taking fault for Harvey Dent's murders? I think it's I think it works thematically, but then if you think about it, why don't you just pin it on the Joker so that Batman can continue to help people? Um, just say the Joker. Just say the Joker killed those people. Because that's lying, and lying's also wrong. Yeah, but they lie about saying Batman did it. That's a lie. <laughs> but it was. Every, I don't know because the Joker was across town, and there were witnesses. Yeah, because he was hanging from a building. No, but not when Harvey was killing people. Yeah. No, no, he was only like, hanging from a building Harvey during did... the end when Harvey was holding Gordon's family hostage. That was the yes. only point where the Joker was hanging from the building. And that's what they're in. Ref- that's what they're referring well, to. They say yeah, Batman but you killed could... Harvey Dent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Across oh, town, right, right, because Joker couldn't have ki- there. Joker couldn't have killed Harvey Dent. Yeah, okay, then yeah, because Batman was the yeah. only other person there. Also, I don't think Batman killed Harvey Dent. No, he didn't. I think he's quote-unquote, responsible for his death. I don't think he killed him, though. He's not that responsible. Yeah, he had to, and he couldn't He couldn't save both the kid and Harvey, so he made the right decision there. Yeah, but um, damn, B. Batman kills a lot of people in these movies. For, for this being the one that so emphatically talks about his no-kill rule, he kills a lot. <laughs> Why does he have guns on his vehicles if he doesn't believe in guns? Great question. I, I Well... Because he blow no, he blows up something that's in his way in this movie. So I, I guess they do have a tactical reason. Yeah, but then, how often does that happen? What's your opinion on the ending of The Dark Knight Rises? It's so dumb. I love it though. I, I, I love uh, the, it. It's so dumb. The final shot, I love. Final shot, yeah. Good I mean, shit, you see like, it coming the first time he says it, but I just <sighs> Ben Mendelsohn's in this movie. What? You remember Ben Mendelsohn's in this movie? One minute. Give he's the guy who works. He's the he's Daggett, the guy who works for Bruce Wayne and Bane, and Bane kills him. Oh yeah, remember? This is like pre-fame Ben Mendelsohn. I I right totally yeah. forgot. I great totally cast. Not that. That's I think so it's cool. good. I think Tom Hardy's good as Bane. I like Bane. I think they adapted Bane well enough as they could for the, these movies. Yeah, Bane. Bane. <laughs> I like Bane as a character in the comics. Is look. Utterly Say what insane. You want about the Dark Knight movies? They have probably the best villains of any superhero movies, if you ask me. Uh, I'm tr- I'm not trying to refute. I'm just trying to think of. No, yeah, who I'm could. thinking about it as well. I just don't know. 
Thanos is good. He doesn't come close. Thanos is a different kind of good, though. He's good. He does, I don't think he's anywhere in the realm of these guys, though. It's just a different kind, also. Because well, he's part. a giant purple CGI alien, and these guys are like terrorists, you know? That's... Oh, in the opening! Yes, that, that's, that is probably the best part of the movie. That's probably my favorite part. That you're a, you're a big guy for you. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do a band voice. Can you? I think darkness is your ally, Batman. That's one thing that's bad because I know a lot of people do that voice. <laughs> I love I love the Bane voice. I used to have. I think it's great. I think Bane's great in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. Catwoman is fine. I think she's yep. fine. <laughs> I I don't think she's bad. I don't know. I like. Okay. What can I say? The ending with Bruce Wayne is good. The ending with Joseph Gordon-Levitt is weird. <laughs> why does he? Why is he gonna be Batman? He's not prepared for that. He was just a cop. <laughs> You ask great question. Why was also, Bruce Wayne prepared to be Batman? He was a rich kid. Well, he went to a Tibetan prison and he trained yes, with so a maybe... secret society. Yeah, no. So Jason yeah. Gordon-Levitt goes to a. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was implied that he just becomes Batman at the end, and there's uh, nothing else. Maybe he goes to Tibet. Also, I saw something. It was like some scientist calculated that, like, because of nuclear fallout, everybody in Gotham would die within like six. Yeah. Years. <laughs> Game of time. Unless they like cleaned up the water, but like he said, it would take like so. It was funny, but like that's the type of thing that like I don't think Nolan needed to research that so much. Like, like it, you go into any movie and there'll be inconsistencies and things that would happen in the real world that, like, yeah. would. Um, but what do you feel about her, him coming up and being like, uh, I think Bruce Wayne left something for me, and she's like, Oh, your name's Robin. <laughs> I think that part's kind of dumb. Just say his name's Dick Grayson, because then... Also, Batman dies on the exact same day that Bruce Wayne dies. Well, no, because nobody knows Batman's dead. Do they? Batman disappears forever. Okay. Dies. Yeah, well, I don't think Bruce Wayne after that point, because they think he's dead, I don't think he gives a shit if people know he was Batman or not. Because it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but they don't. They, like, build a Batman statue. Well, maybe they do. But also, also... To play devil's advocate, I get your point. To play devil's advocate, it was a huge terrorist takeover and regime of a city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what. So I was the fact that so I, I assume up, a lot like of the people records died. went up on a certain day is the thing. Yeah, no, I would assume that a lot of people died in that. But like that day, like who do you think gives the best performance in this movie? Ah, uh, Tom Hardy. Ah, uh, I'm going. I'm going weird. I'm going with a funny pick. I think Michael Caine's so good in this movie. <laughs> Michael Caine does a phenomenal like job. Like his, the thing that he said at the funeral, and even though you know Bruce isn't dead, when he's just sobbing, and I'm like, damn. I, damn, B. Bad. You made Alfred think that you were dead twice, bitch. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Christian Bale is great in these movies, but I think you could make a case that in every single one of them, he never gives the best performance in any of these movies. Maybe begins. Perhaps. But with, it, with begins, Billy I go. Murphy. With begin. No, I don't think he's in it enough. With begins, I go. Men or uh, Neeson. Neeson is so Neeson good. Is... Oh, I, I think I, I'm gonna. I think we're gonna do a Dark Knight trilogy on the day. That might be the move. Because just I'm. Oh my. It's good start to finish. Like. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises. I, I get why people don't like it. Uh, personally, it's my favorite. Uh, the Dark Knight's a better movie. Like, like I, I have no, I have no 
conception in my mind to justify or say okay. that the Dark Knight Rises is better than the Dark Knight. You're entitled to that. I think you're Though completely I... entitled to that, honestly. Yeah, I like, like I it better, but I'm not going to... about this topic, but yeah. honestly... But ultimately, I, I understand why this that one's your favorite. This one's my favorite because I think it has the coolest scenes. This one is quintessential. That's Batman. Like, Batman. Like, it's the quintessential quote-unquote Batman movie, I would say. What is Dark Knight D- Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight's a Dark great Knight movie. Dark Knight Rises is quintessential Batman? Well, the things he does, like with how cool he is, his like his work, his action and whatever, I'd say is quintessential Batman to me. Dark Knight is a great Batman movie, but he he's he kind of sucks in it for part of it. <laughs> like you said, the Joker so. does more good than him. So I'd say the Dark Knight Rises is like that's Batman. Batman begins with so. a lot of that too. I guess so, that that does give I I haven't really thought about that. Okay, I'm gonna say it. I don't care. I know you're going to tell me I'm wrong. And I am wrong. But my favorite Batman scene in any movie. Guess guess what my favorite Batman scene in any movie is? Uh, the sex scene in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. No. It's the warehouse fight in Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, it's Batman. That's the only scene. That's the only good Batman scene in that movie. That's I, think that, scene I think that part's fight so good. Shout out there. No, 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 not the Batman versus Superman fight. Oh, that's the one where he saves Martha. Yeah, Cat. I think that's where he. No, the best part of that movie is when they're all like have their guns towards the door and his arms come out of the uh, the wall. I gotta breathe. I want to watch just that scene again. That's so that's the best. That's the best part of that movie. Hands yeah, because like I'm such a fan of the Arkham games. Oh, that's like if the Arkham games. That's. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're saving it. I'm saving this for our Batman versus Superman episode. Uh, is it worth it? Which will come soon. I think Zack Snyder is a good director. I think he's a bad writer. I think he's bad at story. I think he's excellent at filming. I think I'll wait to respond during our Batman. The way he films things, I think, are so good. He's framing his way he shoots action. The way he shoot, he's one of the best action directors. It's like him, the Russo brothers. Um, it's, it's a very him style. We need to keep moving. We are yep. at 75 minutes. Interstellar. I like Interstellar. C tier. <laughs> I B like tier. it. B We need to have yeah. something in C, unless we can both agree that Dunkirk is C, because I, I will put Dunkirk there. Where do you have it now? Dunkirk? Yeah. I honestly see. Where did you have it originally? C. Oh, okay. I That's think I always I had it. Dunkirk. Okay, then I can bump Interstellar up to B. There are really no, well, good parts you don't in this have movie. To. Oh wait, are we doing this to agree with each other? Yeah. Well, I think we ultimately have this whole I time. Think, so I guess we all. Ag- I, wow. We've we've just agreed. I think we've just naturally agreed. That's odd. <laughs> um, That's Interstellar. Curious. Interstellar gets bumped up for me because of the insane Matt Damon cameo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Like it's so unexpected. And then like when my I saw it with my dad. I saw it in theaters. I remember this is New Year's Eve. I saw it in theaters. I was like I was twelve. I, was, I saw it with my dad. I was only starting to get into movies then, but I, I knew actors. I knew everything. And my dad started to know that I knew things. And then he shows up. And my dad leans over to me and just goes, is that Matt Damon? And I was like, no. I was like, cause I was like, no, that's not Matt Damon. Why would it be Matt Damon? He, they would show him all the posters. And then it was Matt Damon. I love <laughs> and that. And he's an asshole. <laughs> that's my, I adore that. That's so cool. McConaughey is great in this movie. He gives the ultimate. Perf- McConaughey. The part where he's crying, looking at his children talking to him oh i don't i don't like the earth parts of this movie like the casey affleck jessica chastain stuff i don't like that 
I like the space stuff. I, yeah, I get why it's necessary. I get why it's necessary. I like the space I kinda stuff wanna, so much more. Kind of want to watch it again. Just I can't. I I have only seen it all the way through once, and I don't know if I could sit through it again. Same here. I think I, so if long. I was watching it with somebody who hadn't seen it, I probably could. What's your thought on the wormhole? I'm I'm the ghost. I'm talking to you through the wormhole. I don't know. It's fine. I think it's fine, but I think the fact that he escapes and gets out of it is kind of stuff. I know you have to for the, the end fact of the that work. he gets out of it is is fa- f- is insane, fabulously stupid. <laughs> it's a um, wormhole. That's it's that's the- that's the device in this movie that I was talking about. the The wormhole, and he's actually talking to his daughter from the future, is the weird Nolan thing I think in this movie. So love is the love is the stay. Love the me- is all you need. I'd say all this you is. Need I'd is say love. I love the Dark Knight themes and stuff. This is probably the best scored. Uh, Nolan movie, yeah. Incep- I, Inception's a close second. I said. I think I gotta agree with you. I mean, I personally love The Dark Knight. I can't. I can only think of the one theme from The Dark Knight, though. <laughs> the Dark Knight theme is the best in The Dark Knight Rises with the guys um, chanting. Oh. Oh, that was that's so the, cool. that, that's that's the goosebumps moment, baby. Oh also, the, the like, ending, I would, like I chanted along with them when I watched. Like, <laughs> ish ish basha. <laughs> oh. I don't know it's what it cool means. I, I think it also. means rise. Isn't that what he says? It rise. Yeah. Well, I love that he does it without a rope. That's what's so. Okay, good. one last thing about the Dark Knight. They really brush over how Talia just did that as a kid. Like, she just did. Yeah, like, they okay. also the fact that he got all the way back to Gotham City with no money that quickly. Okay, okay. People criticize that part. I think if you show him like swindle, like steal somebody's money and get on a plane, like I think that would detract from that would like slow the movie down to a grinding halt, though. Yeah, but even still, like, oh, yeah. I think I think it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, I if you show so. him on a plane, then like that that would be like that would slow down the momentum of the entire movie. I feel like there is a way that you could do it. I just don't. Well, know. no, there's a way that like just have Alfred, just have Morgan Freeman ask him how he got back, and he like, throw away a line like I had to pickpocket or whatever. I think that that would be fine. Yeah, all right. Uh, Interstellar, amazing ending. So emotional with him talking to his daughter yeah. as she's dying and older than him. Yeah. Okay, if I was him though, you've just been in space for how long? Is he in space himself? Yeah. Not how. It's like 70, it's not 70 years, but it's like, no, it might be 70 years because his daughter's like 12 and then she's like in her 80s and she's dying. 70 years in real life. For him, is it like a year? I think it's like a few months or a year. Okay. Um, Because that's one issue I have with it. He goes into into the ship right afterwards. Like he immediately leaves, you know, like he's there for like two minutes. Mm hmm. I, I like it. I like the. I forget what the robot's name is. I like that. Um, he's kind of an asshole. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot to like in this movie. Solid B. Shalman's just... in it. Yeah, he plays Case, the younger version of Casey Affleck's um, character. He's his son. Go figure. John Lithgow's in it. I forgot about John Lithgow in this movie. What? what he's Matthew McConaughey's there? dad. Oh yeah. yeah. Good on him. And Michael right, Caine. Let's, let's I, move along. I I'm don't... pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Memento, Insomnia, and Following are the only ones that Michael Caine's not in. 
Casper of. Because he's in Dunkirk. He he's in Dunkirk. He's um, when Tom Hardy's in the plane, and he talks on the radio. Michael Caine is the guy he's talking to. That's fun. It's a cameo. Dunkirk, C tier, excellent made movie, and I don't give a shit about any of the characters. That one kid on the boat dies, and I don't care. I can't. I don't remember anything. It's sad. You know the old man on the boat, and like, on the and they pick up. Uh, Killian don't. Murphy. I genuinely don't. Oh. And then he, Killian Murphy hits the kid and he dies. I do not remember okay. anything from this. If I watch it again, I'd be like, whoa, cool. I'd rather, honestly, I like Dunkirk. It's well made. I'm never going to watch it again. Um, I, I would watch it again, but I'd prefer a two hour movie. To watch it again. The best, can you agree with me that the best part of the movie is Tom Hardy in the plane? Sure. Okay. I'd I'd rather watch remember. a two I'd rather watch a two hour movie of Tom Hardy in the plane. And I like the land stuff. I don't. I, just, I don't I just, like the I don't like the timing thing. How one of the, how they're all happening at the same time, and that part is really confusing to me because you see Killian Murphy in two different places at once because they're telling different time periods. I don't. Know, I think that's cool, but I it's, think it's weird, I, and I didn't get it the first time I saw it. <laughs> I didn't realize that was happening. Yeah, I thought it. it at all. I just felt it was like unnecessary. Yeah, so it was Memento, but you know, it is what it is. Memento, but no, but I'd say for Memento, it serves the plot because you get to see it through his eyes. For Dunkirk, it just seems like he's doing it to do it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't doesn't serve a thematic purpose in Dunkirk as it does in Memento. I think it does serve a thematic purpose. I just don't know. Is it like how it feels? It's disorienting to be in war? I don't know. He deserved to win Best Director for that. I don't remember who else was nominated. Guillermo del Toro won for the Fish Sex movie. Ah, so, grinding Nemo. I would say, you gotta stop going to that well. I love it. It's funny. Um, the, yeah, Dunkirk is good. I, it, a lot of people think this is his best movie, and I don't Ooh. know why. I know a couple people. I think Tarantino thinks that. Tarantino, Tarantino loves it. Tarantino has some weird opinions. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, have you heard the new thing about Christopher Nolan that he like doesn't sit down? Or have chairs on set. I don't think that's true. No, okay. So it's been it's been apparently what it is is that him and his production team decide and choose not to sit down. It's been conflated into he doesn't let anyone sit down, and that's not true. Huh. He, he lets let the actors sit down. Yeah. He himself and his cinematographer don't. But it's been inflated into being like he doesn't let anyone, and that's not true. Yeah, but that's more fun to listen to. It's like, oh, he didn't let anybody sit down. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah. Is that? I love that he keeps... I love that he works with the same actors. I think that's kind of cool. It's like a troupe. It's kind of fun. I like, like that do that. Honestly. Michael Caine, Michael Caine, like Christian Bale. I like when they bring in ones, though, you know? And like, every once in a while, yeah. it's like, whoa. No, he does. Like, McConaughey. Yeah, so it's cool. Harry Styles, everybody's favorite actor. Mm, yeah. <laughs> he's actually... He's not bad. He's not oh, great. No, I'm saying in the movie. He's so cool. I'm saying my little sister is in love with him. It wasn't everyone's. Yes, but uh, um, uh, Dunkirk. Good. Did you watch Darkest Hour? No. It's a cool little uh, double feature if you watch Dunkirk and Darkest Hour together because it's about the they're about the same event. I don't know. I just, bless you. They're yeah, about the same event because the glorious bastards are about the same event. 
No, yeah, well, I've seen both of them, and it, they do work together. I don't think Inglorious Bastards and Schindler's List don't work. I'm saying specifically it does work. I'm not saying oh, because they, it's it about the same event. Okay. No, because I've okay. seen both of them. Back to back? Uh, not yet, but I've seen or them. Just like close I've seen them other? close to each other because Gary Oldman plays Winston Churchill. Oh. And it's about Churchill's planning of the the Dunkirk evacuation, the Dunkirk whatever, and yeah. then. Dunkirk is about how that affects the soldiers. It's about the same thing. Okay, that's and it's cool. cool. You get you get to see the government side and the Gary Oldman might be one of the like few actors that truly becomes a role. Like, yeah, but he, you know he's actually not method. Like he doesn't. He's not one of those that stays in character off screen. I yeah, but like just here's the thing about Gary Oldman that no the best me. the best thing the best for who what you're talking about is probably Daniel Day Lewis. I'd say. Oh, yeah. I think Gary Gary Oldman's up there. I'd say Daniel Day Lewis. But just like think about it, Gary was is he Leon and Leon the Professional? Or am I going crazy? He's the bad guy in Leon the Professional. Oh, he is. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's Sirius Black. He's uh, Commissioner Gordon. I don't then think he's great also... in Harry Potter. I don't. I don't think much is asked of him. But I, it's a fine performance. Churchill. I'm just saying, like he has. He's good as Churchill. Such a variety. Yeah, he played um, was uh, Sid Vicious and Sid and Nancy too. That's that was one of his first things. He also played a little person in Tiptoes with Matthew McConaughey. Okay, then. You ever heard of that movie? No. Okay, so little rundown. This is the, before we wrap up. It's a movie called Tiptoes. Matthew McConaughey's parents are little people. His brother is Gary Oldman, who stands on his knees and pretends to be a little person. And basically. Uh, what Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend gets pregnant, and then it's about whether or not they're going to get an abortion because they don't know if they want a little person child. And it's re- it's very strange because why would you care if your kid was a little person? I mean, if you're a little, I that's not I don't know that's not our. It seems offensive right now. It's not our discussion to have, but also oh no, what the hell. Well, I, not to bring it about that, but I think it's, it's just very strange. Also, uh, side note, have you heard of a... I've watched the trailer. It seems like... You, you ever watched 30 Rock? Yeah. It's like one of the fake movies in 30 Rock. That's so funny. <laughs> okay. Um, one last thing. Sure. And this is so about unrelated Nolan? to Christopher Nolan, but have you ever heard of the movie Lennon or McCartney? Yeah, I watched it. It's not a movie. It's just a YouTube video. What is it? How it's just a, it? it's like a half an hour. It's just a collection of clips of actors and artists, people answering whether they like John Lennon or Paul McCartney better. It's not a movie. That's so weird. It's just a compilation. Well, because I'm looking through the cast. It's not a cast. It's just, a, it's, it's just, they didn't, if you watch it, it's a collection of interviews. It's not, this one guy just edited them together. He didn't interview uh... all these people. It's just okay. from interviews over the years. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. find it so weird that like these are the people he chose. I think he home. just found it. I think he just found those and then put them in there. I don't know, but like Nick Frost, uh, Bridget Mendler. It's because they he just knows they've been asked it. I think. I know it's just so weird. It's it's yeah no it's very weird. Um, well Charles Lennon or McCartney. I don't care. No, choose one. I guess Lennon. Or maybe McCartney. I like Lennon's solo career. Oh, I hate Lennon's solo career. Oh, I like it a lot. Half of it is so bad. Half of uh, it is Yoko screaming. 
Yeah, so just don't listen to that, and you got the good stuff. Zack Snyder uh, got asked it. That's funny. Yeah, they all do. It, it, it's just random. Um, what's his face? Uh, I don't like Imagine, but that's a conversation for another time. Wow. Pretty hypocritical. That's so... Um, yeah, everybody's a hypocrite. I don't know. It's still a nice sentiment. Um, I think it's okay. I like Paul McCartney's solo career better. Me? Yeah. McCartney. Uh, George Harrison. <laughs> I guess I have to kill you. No, George Harrison. That's my answer. That's not the question. Subverting, my favorite tra- Beatle. subverting ex- expectations. Is your favorite, favorite Beatle ringer? My favorite Beatle is Yoko Ono. <laughs> I hate you so much. I... You're worse than the guys who say that George Martin's their favorite. Because those guys are pretentious shit. <laughs> yeah, I love... Okay, but honest to God, Yoko Ono... Yoko Ono sucks. Favorite bit. Let me explain. Let me explain why. No. No, no I'm not me. giving you this opportunity. Listen to me! <laughs> you will appreciate this. I have an aunt, and I won't say who the aunt is, because I think some of my relatives listen to this. But we're going to call this person Aunt Jerry. Right? And Aunt Jerry is my absolute favorite relative. Because every time that we hang out, it's always like... Every time we're with family or she's on a call, she always makes it about herself and she always rolls up and she's like, we're like, oh, it's Claire's birthday. Happy birthday, Claire. And she was like, I was in Bermuda at the time when I heard that Claire had been born. I immediately set down my pina colada and picked up the nearest telephone and she'll go on these just mm-hmm. glorious tangents. Insane rants. Okay. And so when I was little, I was like, I was afraid of her. Then I got older and I didn't like her. Then I got passive and now I love her. She's my favorite. So in the same vein, Uh, (laughs) Yoko Ono brings (laughs) out something in people that is magical. Yeah, but it's it's just hatred. My favorite clip possibly on the internet is uh, the clip of Yoko Ono, uh, Chuck Berry and John Lennon all jamming. Oh, and Chuck Berry's face. And it just, yeah, yeah, because yeah. John Lennon and Chuck Berry are going off, and the whole band is in the like, and then with no rhythm or meaning or purpose at all, Yoko Ono just starts screaming. And Chuck Berry is just like, if I was Chuck Berry, I'd stop playing, I'd just leave. I would leave. Yeah, well, they shut off his, uh, they shut off her mic, so yeah, well, I feel like I would be insulted if I was Chuck Berry. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like you're such a legend. You tried so hard for music, and then like this this lady just comes up and just does that. Like I'd I'd be I'd be insulted and pissed if I was him. John Lennon is King Simp. Yeah. King um. Simp. Although, wait, not in the because people. Yeah, I guess he got a marriage out of it. No, he got something out of it. Yeah, so he's close. He got okay music out of it. S tier, <laughs> we have S tier. We have the Prestige and the Dark Knight. Yes, solid. I agree. A tier. Memento, Inception, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. B tier, Batman Begins, Interstellar. Yes. C tier, Dunkirk. And then D tier, D standing for didn't watch following an insomnia. From what I've heard about both of them, I they wouldn't crack probably B. So Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. Mm. Um This was t- uh this was weirdly painless. It was like I didn't expect to agree this much. Me neither. I think if we ranked them, it'd be more. There'd be more discourse. Yeah. I on a side note, I've been asking people what their favorite Harry Potter movie is. It's interesting because a lot of people have been saying Goblet of Fire. 
Yeah, I think I think from what I've experienced with a lot of people is some people say Prisoner of Azkaban because everybody because there's kind of a pressure to say it now. I guess, but I think there I think there's a social pressure for everybody to like Prisoner of Azkaban because everybody's like, see, it's a good movie. I agree, it's a good movie. It's your favorite, right? I think so. I think personally, maybe Order of the Phoenix. I I think it's for me. It's Order of the Phoenix or Half Blood. It's anywhere seventh movies. Uh, for me, it's five to seven part one could all be my favorite. Interesting. I love seven part one. So good. All I right. hate I hate seven part one because what it stands for in that it created two part finales for movies. Yeah, but still, I loved it. Mockingjay part one. It's so unnecessary. Dumbest thing on our that team. one's shortest dumb. book in the series. Well, no, it, nothing is as dumb as the Hobbit trilogy. No, yeah, but I uh, I don't ah. Uh... I maintain Mockingjay Part 1 is pretty good. Part 2 isn't good. I like the first one, though. I kind of agree with you, but I... Uh... The second Hunger Games movie is the best movie. Yes, obviously. Hands- I, think... I will do a Hunger Games episode any day of the week, by the way. Love the Hunger Games movies. Maybe. I, um, would, I would do a Hunger Games episode. I'm but... excited for Tenet whenever that does come out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Remember, it was supposed to come out today, I think. Yeah, well, that was the first. That was the release date they had like last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. it'll come out eventually. I maintain Bad. that it, it, of any movie, it won't go to. It's never going to go straight to streaming. Even if he has to wait like a year, they have to wait a year. They what won't if release movie it. Theaters, theaters all shut down because of this. That's not going to happen. Everybody, it's on the record now. Ryan said it. We'll see what happens. I said Brad Pitt was going to win Best Supporting Actor five months before it happened, or this seven months you before it happened. The second you came out of that movie, you texted me and were like, "He's going to win Best Supporting Actor," and then he did. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, I'd well, say I'd say barring something insane, I'd say Tenet is destined to come out in theaters. I feel like that makes sense, but I also wouldn't be. I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be horribly, horribly, horribly surprised if movie theaters didn't survive. But also, I think as, well, I think isn't universe, somebody's buying one of them. So I think it'll be fine. At least know. that one. What is it? Trolls world tour. What got more money than a ton of others just because of how it was released. Well, and it was the first movie that was released that way. I think, I think that was part of it. I guess, but even so trolls yeah. world, world tour. Who gives? Yeah. A so I'm excited for tenant. I think it looks good. Um, I think it probably will be good. Uh, we'll, we'll revisit this once we see it, whenever that is. That can be a small topic one day. We'll just add to the to the yeah. list. All right, um, good, Charles. Good I hate to tell it to you, this is actually the fiftieth time I've recorded this podcast. I am living in a time loop. Really? Yeah. So, what are we going to do next? Just, I don't know. We're just this. Have one. you have you changed your opinion every time just so you would mm-hmm. match mine? Mm-hmm. Did you originally have Insomnia as your S tier? Yeah. Makes sense. Well, do you have Whoa. skills now? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, just been, I've been watching the same movies. Yeah. Even, I, I just keep living movies. the same. I don't know why I haven't broken it up and given myself variety. Christopher Nolan has three movies that start with the prefix in. Oh, wow. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Interesting. Um, last thing, what is the... Um, Inception, Interstellar, Insomnia. I had some final tangent. 
but I can't remember what it was. I feel like it had something to do with the time loop. Small topic yeah. next week. Small topic next week is it comes what? Back to... No, if it oh, comes yeah, back we'll to you, we'll just discuss it then. Um, know, it probably won't. All right. Thank you to Jake Music for our themes. Jake Music. He will be back soon. For I what? Him re- he, uh, no, there was, there was a specific thing he told me about. I forget. I can't tease it right now. Uh, coming soon is a new Is It Worth It? Charles, I will let you pick this one. Finally. Uh, yes. Which one would you like to do? You have to pick now. Know. You have to I pick now. I, I was thinking Schindler's List the other day because that would actually be... No, I... Because uh, it's worth to watch it once. Obviously. Yeah, that's actually good. Like, but then I'd have to watch Schindler's List, and I don't know how much I want to do that. Yeah, I don't need. I see. I don't want you to do that. I don't know. I have no idea. I okay. Have no idea. Well, give it. Uh, how about name three that you would like to do, so we can give the viewers uh, kind of a taste. Eurovision: The Story of Fire Saga could be fun. You want to do that one? That one's because didn't we both watch that? Yeah. Let's and do that one. Kind of I want to like, do that. I also kind of want to do Signs because that's pretty divisive, but it's also one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know what else. Um, I also just want an excuse to watch Terminator Two. So okay, let's um let's tentatively say that next time we will do Eurovision: The Story of Fire Saga. Uh, I love as... how you've been like you've you've pretty consistently been like we need to do movies that people know. So that we can gain a following, and then it's like, let's do Eurovision song. Of Fire. Uh, but the, no, recent. but that's that's recent. That's recent, and stars one of the biggest stars in the world. So I'd say, I guess I'd say it is pretty relevant. Me. We'll see what it is. Also, side note: Have you seen um, a futile and stupid gesture? I gotta watch it. I know I gotta watch it. It would. I think you'd really enjoy it. I saw it the day it came out. Weirdly enough, not. Because I, I love that. I love that Joel McHale plays Chevy Chase in that because I'm a huge community fan and I think that's funny. Yeah, I, I'm pretty positive that you will really, really enjoy it. Cool. Maybe I'll watch it next week and then we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, we'll like, do that too. Uh, coming next week um, is, uh, we recorded this like two weeks ago and I, just, I haven't gotten around to editing it yet, but we read another terrible script of ours. Oh, yeah. And we are going to be releasing that um, in the coming week. Um. We have Is It Worth It? Probably Eurovision, possibly something else. Possibly Batman um, v Superman. Who knows? It's always going to be possibly Batman v Superman until we do Batman v Superman. Um, if I watch The Purge, we could, we could do that. I don't want to watch The Purge, though. At all? <laughs> no. I'd love to watch I have it. No maybe, just... maybe here's what we'll do. Maybe what uh, she and I can do, we can um, watch a Purge movie, then watch a Batman Begins, then watch the oh, yeah. movie, then watch yeah. The Dark Knight. So we have the separation. So you have the buffer of terrible movies exactly. in between. So we really okay. appreciate the good stuff. So you appreciate the good stuff even more. Okay. Um, possibly Eurovision. All right. Who else? Did, do we need to plug anything else? Support? Our social medias. Failure yes, socials. Fair Launch Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, we are at Failure to Launch. At launch failure. Oh, launch failure. Yeah, because failure to launch is taken. Um, Failure to launch podcast at gmail.com. We are cultivating a list of um, emails we have received over the months. I love your emails. I love Uh, them. I I really love everybody's emails. We're cultivating a a little collection of them that we will read aloud in a bonus episode sometime in the future. We just need more, and we would really appreciate it if you guys would Mm -hmm. add more. We're hitting 100 minutes on this one, but... There's like a good 10 minutes that I'm coming out. So we're good. Bingo, um, bongo. Bingo, bango, bongo, baby.
All right. Anything else? CH zero two is my or CH yes, yeah, CH zero yep. two is my letterboxed. Uh, Ryan John is mine. Check it out. Um, yeah. And uh, any any closing thoughts? No, no, Leonard Shelby doesn't make it. Damn it. Remember Sammy Jenkins, right? Isn't that the one thing that he has? Remember Carrie Ann Moss. I don't want to. Go listen to Hot Dog Watch. Steven Tobolaski is really good in that movie, and I didn't mention him during the moment so far, so now I have. Milk, Ice, and Fry were recording new stuff, by the way. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it's, I, I'm really excited because this stuff is going to be good. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, please. Apple or Podcasts! However, you can review people. Because that helps us gain traction and all that. And, That's uh, my favorite drug, traction. All right, bye, everyone. All right, love you all. Failure to 